act as if we're at war. Do you hear that out there? That's exactly what it sounds like to me. Uh, guys? If we're gonna make it through this, and I have every intention of doing so, we're gonna have to stick together and use our heads. Welcome to episode two, everybody. It is episode two of... Tony has literally not moved from that spot an entire week. He's Dude. been sitting just like that in that same pose for a week waiting for you to come back to say hi because he missed you so much. I am dedicated, okay? <laughs> and I am very focused right now. We all made an agreement to wear the same exact clothes, too. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, this is the first night we just finished up, so we're going to keep on going into yeah. episode two. I think we're ready to rock and roll. I mean, we've already got introductions. Real quickly, let's just say who we are. In uh, host of this week, we have... My name's Tony Ray, and I play Tony Robbins on We're Alive. Our editor this week is... Brian Lincoln. Hey, how's it going, everyone? We got our Zintern. The avatar of the people, Graham Bechtel. We're Alive work. archivist. And it's not going to work. <laughs> yes, it is. No I'm going to keep saying it until I get a no t-shirt. <laughs> Tony, when you're not here next week to stop him, he's just going to do it anyway. So. I've got a consistency. No, I'm going to be here for going. one more week. <laughs> you, you just come across the street and let us know. I'm going to be here for... <laughs> right, part, oh, this is only part two parts, huh? That's three it's parts. Part, it's three, three parts. So I'm going to be here yeah. for two more weeks, yeah. baby. And Gra I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna I got plenty of time. I gotta make it a brand. We'll make sure Damn it! No, sure Graham, it's not gonna work. Twice, twice <laughs> as a repeat and three times as a brand, dude. You know how this works. Avatar of the people. <laughs> that is how it works. And we've got Shanti over here. Yes, Shanti. our wonderful producer, uh, Shanti. <laughs> yeah. Where, what? You said Shanti. Shanti, like Did the I house, say Shanti? like a lean-to. <laughs> Oh, it's Shanti. And well, I, trust me, I did. I did. I said Shanti for a long time too. But I really apologize. <laughs> and that is why I hate live streams. Yeah, because I want to edit this out, and it will be remaining in there. Damn it! With that, I will let you know. My name is Casey Whalen. I'm the writer and director. And with that, this is the We're Live Archive. And I think. Let's just go. We're just going to dive right in. And, and just, this is like a director's commentary. Graham has never seen, or her, I've just never seen, has never heard We're Alive in its full form. So he's got a lot of questions. He's going to be talking us through his kind of first interactions. And we're going to mm -hmm. kind of chat about the behind the scenes of We're Alive. It's, this was, it was an awesome first episode, so if you haven't seen the first episode, yeah, obviously, go back and check that out. I'm bringing so. the fire in this episode, too. Nah, I, I'm not, can't wait, I, didn't, I didn't give up all my secrets in that first episode. I, this episode two and three have got some punch. All, all right. I'm, all right, let's all right. get into it. All right. Chapter cool. one, part two. Cool. So now we'll actually listen to the uh, intro in full. We're alive. So good. A story of survival. I like Chapter the piano one. more than the, uh, the the violin version. The violin version I love, but I just like this version better because I love piano more. I love pianos. Piano, That's my favorite instrument. Piano feels the intensity of the, which the keys are being pressed. Written by come Casey through. Whalen. Like it's it's a connected instrument. It feels like. Were there any other episodes that were written by not by you, or are they all written by you? Uh, we'll have a couple that are like co-written. I wrote a I wrote a couple seasons. So be damn. Be so bad. How does it look out there? The parasol. Oh, not good. Maybe they left. Don't take any chances. Go slow and quiet. You ready? So this is hours later, actually. A lot of yeah. people have been like, so when is this? No, this is hours later. 
they kind of just bunkered down in the. Yeah, in they the, stayed in there for a little. They, they they reloaded the weapons. They made sure they're all but clean. The moment we opened the door, the world felt different. There was no one in sight, but we could feel they were close. Clear. Head around back to the motor pool. Angel, there's one. Look. So this part right here. It's a commander. About it. What is he doing? He's just standing there. Like he's information. So what does that mean? What does it mean when the commander is information? Hey, come on. So that we can pause. Water pool's just um because it's gonna jump into action real like, fast. Is he giving information to the crew or no, what? standing in formation. Oh, it's in formation. In, yeah. yeah he's, like he's in, in oh, formation. so it's a yeah, line yeah. reading weirdness. Okay. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I spent like a half hour going, what the hell does the commander is is information mean? Like he's giving him information. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> in in <laughs> like marching formation. <laughs> like he's in zombie information. formation. That's he's four one one for zombie. <laughs> that's a good point. I, I didn't I didn't think about that being interpreted that way. That's Did a good you ever point. See the prisoner? No. <laughs> that's that famous line. I he's want information. Information. <laughs> I am not a number. I'm a free man. Oh yeah. I am not a number. Yes, the TV show. That, yeah, I saw the prisoner. Yeah, I love that show. But yeah, that took me a while to realize what does information mean. It's like information makes way more sense. Beyonce's information. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely uh, meaning that he's standing there as if he's carrying on an action of what he was doing and when he before he was infected. So it, it shows. So there's some sort of human rem yeah, it shows remainder. The, it shows the retention of something inside there. It's the first call we get of that where it's like, no, we, we're, we're recalling exactly who he like, was before. Yeah, in a way. Bull's just around the corner. Take it slow. I'm going to the motor pool. Move! But they caught him, dude. Saul, you're driving! Mute the, uh, I can't. I have to warm up the glow plug. Fuck, I forgot about that. What is that? Come on. Yeah, I don't know what a glow plug is either, by the way. Now listen carefully in here. Ooh. There's the commander. <laughs> going and then he gets out the gate he swerved bro yeah yeah for sure well that's the gate swerving there i'll go ahead and stop there um so something i wanted to actually i, I so drop down the special uh lines down the very bottom i have the original sound recording of those impacts on the hummer and the reason why we did this is because most people don't know hummers are actually some of them are they're like plastic so when something hits it, it's got a very unique sound. Mm -hmm. So this is the actual like on the base location recording for hitting the Hummers and stuff. It's kind of fun. This is outside. Okay. How about smacking against the windshield? <laughs> Hold on, I'll get inside and do it. Okay. So I get inside the interior perspective now right, of getting hit. Wow. And the military was cool to do it. Oh yeah. You guys are sounding like a drum. Make it like make it uh not in cadence. So like hitting and stumbling across and rolling across. So you literally just got dudes smacking the side yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. Like with their bodies. Like they're like falling against it and stuff. Like I'm like, no, hit it really hard. Dude, that's crazy that I mean 
that much effort goes into the yeah. production of this podcast. And it's very specific sounds like that because the, here's the thing. If you're hitting a zombie with a Hummer, it's not going to sound like you're hitting it with the crunch of a car. No. It's right. going to sound completely different. And I wanted that like... And anybody who's been in the military who's like... Because anybody's in the military, like literally they'll sit up on a hood of a Hummer all the time or sit in the back. You know that that like fiberglass sound of like it's just... Gink, gink. It's just a real plastic. And this deal. is the old school hum Hummers, not the Humvees or H2s or anything like that. No, 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 like no. Military. These are the well, the H1 is the original uh, military Hummer. It just has a civilian interior. Oh, okay. Yeah, the exteriors are pretty much for the same for those models, but no H2s in the military. Good. So, so yeah, so that's that that one. Did you have something, Graham? Yeah. What's a glow plug? Okay, so a what? What's a, a glow plug? So, so like Saul says, I forgot the glow plug, and then Angel astutely for one says, "What is that?" And I'm like, "I agree, Angel. What the hell is a glow plug?" Yeah, okay, say say it slowly. Glow, glow plug. Uh, that's what I think. Is it not plug? Glow plug. Okay. P-L-U-G. I thought you said glow plug. Uh, that's what I kept hearing. I was like, "What? That's not that, those aren't words." It's a glove box. No glow plug. Um. So do you know what a glow plug is? I obviously anybody, don't. Anybody here know? I don't plug? even know what you were saying. No, okay, a glow plug is so on a Hummer. There's a switch on it, and in order to even start the Hummer, you have to prime the starter. So you have to do the glow plug, which basically warms up the starter. So you click it, and it sits there for a minute, and you have to wait like man twenty seconds before you can start the engine. So they're waiting to start the engine there. I cut the time down considerably, as if it had been run earlier somewhat. <laughs> but sometimes in a cold weather environment. They could take up to like a minute or so. Why? Why? Why would a, a an emergency a military vehicle? This is not an emergency vehicle. Yeah, this is the day to day. These are day to day. Like these are the uh, cross the base, the cross the base kind of things. And honestly, it's just just when you do it for the start of the day. Like later, have you driven them ever? Um, your glow plug's gonna be warmed up. But if it hasn't been started in a while, the glow plug has to like prime. Okay. So glow very very this technical. Is cool info that that's we're cool. learning right now. Yeah. Right. And that's why you tune in to We're Alive Archive. And if they they also say clip the lock with the bolt cutters. Literally, there's no keys for Hummers. It's just padlocks that hold the steering wheels. Oh wow! Really? Because there's no there's no key. There's no ignition key. It's just you just it's a switch. I love the detail. So I love the detail. And definitely, Saul hated the commander. He swerved. For you sure. definitely <laughs> swerved to hit him. Let's keep playing. Yeah, huh? we got next. Got him. Hey, look who it is. <laughs> Did you really have to run over the command? Yeah. <laughs> it's in the way. You're right. You swerved to hit it. Oh, stop fucking around and get us out the gate. That kind of also sets the tone, I think, of the story. That's kind of humorous. Turn left from Bandini and keep heading west. That, that's the kind of story we're telling is a little bit on the, the, yeah. the edge of None of us would absurd. say it, but we feared what we might find outside the gate. I go more absurd in the end. But the first time in a long time, I was afraid. Mm-hmm. Not for what might happen to me, but what happened to the Did world. Did I keep this line? We were three men lost in a land of confusion. Yay! I did keep it in there. Keep your eyes peeled. Lost in a land of confusion. We can feel calling song, I think. Five more in here if we oh, pile up a bit. No. That's it for finding this place. I gotta, I gotta look it up now. How fast do you think it spreads? Too fast for anyone to be able to do anything about it. I'm not sure how Michael knows how fast it spreads, but he does. We already talked about that, the visual. I know. I know. Yeah, the land of confusion. Uh, yeah, kinda. My, my parents live in Northern California, outside San Luis Obispo. You? It's just my girlfriend and I. You no, know, Michael's a fan of uh, right. music. You You're can hear him. I'd rather not talk about it right now. 
My mom lives outside Anaheim. Yeah, Michael doesn't want to talk to his parents. Also, that line, the Anaheim line. Try your cell phone again. Busy still. But I'm gonna stop the car. What is it? Look up there, the roof of the flower shop. Angel. I laughed so hard at the Anaheim reading. I'm like, my parents live in Anaheim. No one gives a shit. So, <laughs> uh, I love that. By the way, my first, uh, first, my theory. I did a little research. Just, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about later on uh, as we go through. But I decided that I felt like these streets were real. So I tried to pinpoint the location of the base. And, oh yeah, no, and, uh, we do. So this is my theory. I I think that this base is located in San Pedro, California. So are you are you telling me you like broke down Google Maps? I did. <laughs> I, did. I went through and I found Bandini. Yeah, he actually tried to find the real base. And then but... uh, later on in the episode, they're going to say the turn left on Harbor, uh, which is another street. And I'm like, well, where's Harbor and Bandini? And then they say turn fourth and Bandini. Like, that's got to be an intersection. And the only place that I found that possibly could be those three places is San Pedro, California, just outside of Terminal Island. Damn, this podcast just became serious. Because some people like nerdy stuff like maps, and I'm one of those people. Uh, and Bacasey snickered a little bit when I said that. So I, I think I might be right on this one because mm. I, I think I nailed this on the head. Bandini crosses harbor right outside let's, of PCH. Let's bring up the map. Let's bring up the map. So this oh. is the base. Okay, and this base is which base? Uh, this is uh, this is the, the I think it's the George G. Patton uh, Reserve Base. So this is the actual base that the events take place. Mm -hmm. um, and this and, is in what city? Uh, this is in Bell, California. Exactly where they uh, say it is. And that road right there is... Bandini? Is Bandini oh, there. So I, I mean, Bell is not... Far Ooh, from hey. it fell off. Oh, oh yeah, go ahead and fix that because it's already sorry. It's getting crazy. Yeah, it fell off when I put it. So because I yeah. we only have one channel for all of our I know road I'm tracks. sorry. So yeah, I, I did a lot so much research and I'm like, this oh, can't man. this gotta you be. You were so wrong, actually. I know. Oh. I hey Graham, so I'm gonna issue a stern shh <laughs> <laughs> if you can tune into our first episode, you know what I'm talking can we, about. Can we rotate around the base? I think you can if you hold the shift button. Shift. So so this is what you were using to actually do the basis this of This is dope. Of that yeah, and this cool. This is cool. Okay, so zoom in there. Let's let's take a look. I'll okay, show so did you. you serve, did you serve time? Serve some time. Sorry. Did, did, did I you serve time? <laughs> funny you should mention that because actually that's kind of I do make parallels with military service and prison oh, time. Look at those trees. Because you're not in charge of yourself. It's so detailed. Yeah. No, this is pretty cool. So okay, so go to the right. So all that to the left is all in, like not. So here's where we're at. So see that door open there on the left. Keep go go left okay. a little bit, a uh, little more. Yeah. It's that warehouse over there. Mm -hmm. This one. Keep yeah. going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So see that door right there? That's the door they're running out of. So that's see that? the arms room. So that. So oh, I'm not going to tell you where it is exactly, but that is the door that they're running out of. And they're going down those steps. They're running the formations over there on the left. So if you rotate a little bit more, there's a parade yard over there. I love parades. There. So right outside that building over there, through some chemical, chemical company, uh, you'll see you're not that way. Too far. Yeah, it's it was labeled to the left, and that's the there. motor pool. This one here. Yep. I see. Yeah, and then the motor pool is down there to the obviously to the bottom of the mm -hmm. page, and then they go out the security gate. So if you're listening to the podcast, the real the the full on podcast, you're like want to visualize it a little bit differently than maybe you had when you first listened through it. Take a look at these pictures here because this will give you an idea. Right in the middle of that spot is probably where the commander zombie is. Yeah, he wandered away from. I mean, they, that's where he was in formation at one mm -hmm. point. But then when they went to the motor pool, they got pulled into the road. It's a real place. It really exists. Yeah. So that's that's that is where it would have. And where's the place. gate that they smash out of? The gate that they smash out of is you go down, 
I go to the left right there. It's right in between those trees. The Can trees you pivot are, around? Uh, right there. And they crash right under Bandini. That I'm, I'm, mad, I'm a little bummed that my theory was wrong because I even found a flower shop on the route that I possibly know, could have I'm been. sorry. You'll hear about in a little bit, but I was like, that's not the right one. That was. If was, you actually looked, you can't get through there now. There's barricades. I thought it was Flori oh, Floricita's flower shop, but. That's cool. Yeah, this is the current. This is the current <sighs> state of it. So bummed. Hasn't changed much. My I, theory is blown. The uh, harbor. <laughs> harbor was uh, is the street where Disneyland is located on. So yeah. in case you're wondering. I know about Harbor Boulevard. Yeah, so it, it was just th these roads did not meet up because the the tower. I hate to say the location does not exist, but no. I do know. I know where the street is. I believe that I like. Did it exist and then just tore it no, down? No, I completely fabricated the entire tower because I wanted it so specific to the story. Okay, well that was a fun little game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. You lost. I lost. Yeah, zero and one. Very cool. All right, let's keep on rolling. Yeah, I'll let Brian. Uh, he'll go back to Pro Tools here. My my map game is weak. That map was cool. It was cool to see uh, the three D version. Is that just yeah. Google Maps? Yeah, was, uh, that's Google Earth. Google Earth. So we're gonna use that a couple times in the show uh, to kind of show where we're at when we I use like real that. locations and yeah. things. I thought it would be cool. So, keep the engine running. I like it. Okay, so the engine's running because obviously you don't want to mess with Brian, the old plugs again. Mm -hmm. How many up there? Just two. We'll get down here as fast as you can. Woo! Ah, oh, shit! There's Got a saw it. in the background. Hurry up, no more coming. Pull the Humvee closer. If you listen closely, you can also hear the, uh, the shell. Come on, yeah. Look at hey, you. Come on, pigs. I can't. It's only like Hurry. seven feet. It's not hard. Got it. Now we've met pigs. And Riley. Michael, we have to leave her. Come on! All right. Michael can't wait to be a dick to her, too. <laughs> Just hold on. Uh, Michael's got some issues. Just leave him alone. He does. Claire, where do I go from here? He's a flawed character. It's actually, what, this is one of my notes. It's really hard to talk over the Hummer. Like, in real life, and in the story, and the characters yeah, had to problem. constantly talk over it, Where and I had to constantly remind them, no, we got to talk over the, the engine here, guys. Where are the others? You know, army people. We were the only ones to show up. Everything happened too fast. No one could have prepared for this. Where is everyone else? For all we know, we could have just been shooting at them. Everybody's dead, but... Where are we going? We're heading to an apartment building that we can hole up in for a while. Is that going to be safe? We'll make it safe. Once we have it locked down and we can go out and look for They're all like... What yeah. happens after that? Angel's a girlfriend sure. at this point, but he's still kind of time. flirting. Yeah. Is the roof of the flower shop pretty low to be able to jump onto a hummy? Hum um, It's about seven feet. Yeah, I, I have... Uh, I've got <laughs> uh, exactly the Humvee's seven feet. Uh, so this is only a 13-foot climb. Right, if I do that. Yeah, that's right. about 13 feet. So on. why can't the zombies get to the roof of the flower shop if it's if they can climb fences? They can't climb shore walls. Like, okay. You so they can, they can climb over... If you have no grip, you can't climb up no grips. Oh, okay. So they can climb over chain link fences and things like that. Yeah, you can't... A sheer wall. A sh you know, okay. you can't... You have to have some sort of... I mean, they, they can't... They don't have claws. Okay. Now, if we ever run into anything that does have claws, then they can get over obstacles very easily. But uh, that's if they ever have claws, so let's hope that never happens. Okay, cool. That'd be bad news. Yeah. <laughs> Casey, I have a question for you. Since you mentioned them talking over the Hummer, do you, did the actors have any sense of the kind of soundscape they were performing for at the beginning? Not as much, because we couldn't play them anything. The Especially with this first episode, like, this first chapter we recorded by itself, meaning that 
we didn't record because normally we record chapters like two and three and then like mm -hmm. four mm -hmm. and five and then so on and so forth. So we only did this one by itself. So we had nothing for them to listen to ahead of time. So by the time they were able to listen to it, like, oh, that's what it's going to sound like. And they, so they performed gotcha, a little bit more, gotcha. the, the, I think, a second time through. So they're not, they don't have a, uh, uh, that sound going on. No, no, no. When we perform, uh, it is only the voices and only voices. They don't even move their feet. They okay. stay planted. Yeah. It's only I remember that. I remember that you, you were very certain about, like, <laughs> don't move. When, no. we had to, we, when we had to pretend to run, I would do like this, like next to the, <laughs> just to be like, yeah, just, just to have like this like, sense like of the, like, but the, you couldn't move your feet at all. Right. But I would like move my arms. Yeah, yeah. It, it was really funny to watch. <laughs> I felt really stupid. I wish we had video on that. That'd be cool. No, we <laughs> do. We I, do erased, I erased it all of it. And the Patreon members will be able to see those videos at another time. Woohoo! Yeah, so let's keep going. Something pretty cool is coming up. Pex and I were on the roof for a while. I didn't think anyone was going to come. Who's Pegs? That would be me. Oh. Um. Hi, Pegs. I'm Saul. And that's uh, Angel and Michael. Riley, nice to meet all of you. Where are you all from? I don't mean to be rude. I know you're trying to be polite. <laughs> we'll have much more time later on to fill each other in. I don't mean to be right rude! Point, point number two on. of Michael dude. being a dick to women right there. All right, hold on. Hold on. Oh, hold on. dude, that is so right. funny. We sped through what was... Go back. Please please go back for, for, for two seconds here. I don't need a rude, but shut the fuck up. That's <laughs> what that sounded like to play, me. Play, play, uh, play Michael's reaction and what... Riley says right before because I'm gonna justify the hell out of this. Okay, please do. Hi, Pegs. I'm Saul, and that's uh, Angel and Michael. Riley, nice to meet all of you. Where are you all from? I don't mean to be rude. I know you're trying to. Where be are you polite, all from? But you will have much more time later okay, on to so, fill. So, that's 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 chit chat that is unnecessary at this tactical situation. Michael is looking at it. We're in a combat zone. Let's keep focused. Let's keep our eyes out the window. These girls that we just picked up are obviously distracting two of my soldiers right now. We need to get shit in line. Focus. Even the same token, they're sitting on top of a roof for like six hours, not talking about to be eaten by zombies that are at their feet. They finally get to see somebody that's a human being. They just want to be like, hey, I want to reach out and touch you a little bit. Not like in the physical way, but just like in the emotional way so they know that they're real. <laughs> well, so I, maybe I'm the Michael because I'm like, well, he says uh, not to be rude, but can we be quiet so we can... I'm focus? glad that he deferred the, the I don't want to be rude line because he didn't give a shit about rudeness in the first episode. Oh, but he's okay. still being straight off. And that's going to be further proven a little bit later on in this oh. episode. He starts I'll, I'll his own small talk. I'll disagree, but Bro. let's get to it. Graham has got <laughs> a little defensive, points. huh? Yeah. Let's keep did, going. Did, did, we, did Pegs already say the thing about the weapon? Did I no, 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 no. Okay, okay. Pegs, Riley gave off a very confident vibe. She was fit and strong. Maybe somewhere in her 30s. I knew army girls who weren't as put together as she was. Do either of you know how to use a rifle, any type of handgun? I'm a pro archer. Like Robin Hood? The bow and arrow? Yeah, that. Okay, well, that doesn't really help us. Bullshit. What about you? Bullshit. <laughs> Obviously, he doesn't know anything. But yeah, Angel doesn't know anything about Yeah, we can keep going. But I'm well, just saying, like, at this point, they don't have one. But hand-eye coordination will gun, help you a little but bit. But I just don't remember how. Here we go. Here, we have two Berettas. They're handguns. They're really easy to use. All you need to do is flip these switches from safe to fire. See that red dot there? If you see that, the safety is off. If we get into a really bad situation, you use it. Otherwise, let us be the first to fire. I can do that. No thanks. What do you mean, no thanks? I mean, I don't need one. Oh, you mean you don't feel comfortable with it? Well, once we get some downtime, I'll, I'll help train you. Or I could. 
Angel Hold here's it. an officer and he doesn't like to get his hands dirty. No, really, I wouldn't mind. No, no, it's not Cindy that. I could still be alive. I just don't agree point. with weapons. Yeah. Wait, you what? I just don't want to. All right, I'm not gonna push. Riley, you okay with it? Hell, if you hadn't given me a weapon, I probably would have stolen one. Fair enough. Yeah. So how do you two know each other? I thought we were gonna. Now Michael gets okay, too so, small so, talk. Okay, so we can we can <laughs> stop there for a second. So I really want to. I think early on it's important to dive in and why Peg says her thing. And I actually have a clip down there. Uh, so twenty-eight seventeen. We'll come back to that. So that little. It's it's rewound a little. The one bit. back. Yeah, it's it's not in the right spot. We went into a little bit of this on Apartment 2C, but... Yeah, I, no, this is the exact clip. But we never discussed it, or we never showed the clip, right? No, we... She talked about this. So this is the exact clip from Apartment 2C. So we've already talked about this with uh, Elisa. So here she is talking about this uh, scene in particular, and Pegs is being influenced. Okay, fans. You never find out why Pegs doesn't like guns, but it's because one of her very good friends was an attorney and a prosecutor and was prosecuting a very big, big case, very dangerous people. And when she got too deep and too close, that family came after her and brutally murdered her friend. And so every time that Peg sees a gun and thinks of a gun and thinks about, you know, anything having to do with gun violence, she, she can't handle it because she is so close, she was so close to this person who was um, murdered and murdered very, very brutally. Shot that, many, yeah, many times. Yeah, as Casey said, shot shot numerous times and Peg many, many know, times. identified the body and it was all horrible. And so she's scarred. She's really scarred by it. So, yeah. yeah. Is that a cut line that was just didn't make the script? Or is it's, that, like, what's, where's, it's that, a, where's that from? It never had a organic spot to put it in a story to explain it that didn't make it feel like it was just crammed in there. For me to explain it. So, I mean, some people just don't like guns. You know. Yeah, what I mean? and, I, and I didn't want to, and I didn't feel like, unless it was irrelevant to the story, it really did, wasn't as relevant to the story mm -hmm. as um, the. I mean, now that we know the answer. It's you know, it didn't affect anything in where a live storyline. So that's why it wasn't mentioned. Will it come up in something else later on? Maybe it might be something pertinent that just wasn't involved with this story at this point. Okay. That's good info. That, that hit me hard. I was like, oh, man. Will it be in Gold Rush? Maybe you'll have to tune in. <laughs> just, I'm just throwing things out there now. I just want people to listen. That's all. Because you're in it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's 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 keep going. But no, it's not. No, really. I wouldn't mind. No, no, it's not that. I, I just don't agree with weapons. Wait, you what? I just don't want to. All right. I'm not going to push. Riley, you okay with it? Hell, if you hadn't given me a weapon, I probably would have stolen one. Fair enough. So how do you two know each other? So Michael check, initiates check, check. small talk small after yeah. saying I small can pay talk. Attention to more than one thing at a time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, that's a little hypocritical. Very hypocritical. Well, yeah. Not until today. If, if a if a woman is saying it, then no. But if a guy's saying it's fine. Dude, Graham's going hard <laughs> on Mike, dude. <laughs> Riley found me in the That's not even the smoking gun, dude, in this episode. Oh, he's got... Oh, That's man. not even a smoking gun in my theory, man. Everyone else wasn't so lucky. If we had waited only a few more seconds, we would have rounded the corner right into them. Michael's got social issues. That's apparent. All happened so fast. Yes. The people that were attacked first got it the worst. They just... 
So right now they're describing what I later call the wave of death. Then the ones that were sprayed on started to attack others as well. Who actually, because this is actually something important. This is something that people don't really realize is the math behind how fast an infection would spread. And so I just had the math really quickly, like... How many, like, how many people do you think a chain of infection? Say you have four people, four or five people. How many think people will get infected from from if those five people were infected? Tony, who do you think? How many? Five people. Yeah. Uh, fifty-five thousand. Okay, Brian. How many people could potentially get infected by those five from those five people? Like immediately? A kind yeah. sort of yes. Within an hour? I'd say within reasonable time. I'd say maybe within an hour. Yeah. That's not. A Are they at okay, a theme park or something like that? Where okay, like I'll just, load... <laughs> just give me a number. There's a lot of X factor. Seven thousand. Okay, Brick Graham, seven thousand. Yeah. Does it? Just give him a number, Brian. <laughs> I'm gonna say like like five five just. Just them infecting directly, five, five not, people, not, not downstream, but just the ones they directly infect. Five people like, downstream within an hour. Just give me that. What oh, do you think? downstream. So yes. it's, you're, you're hey, going, bro. One okay. is two, is four, is eight, is six. Yes, yes, yes. So how many okay. think? I'm going to freak out. Okay, all right, all right, all right. There. So two. <laughs> so, uh, so, just two. So Only we go, two so two to the power of two. We got four, right? Then you go two to the power of two again, 16. Yeah. And then by the third person, uh, it's 256. The four per- fourth person is 65,536. By the fifth person, it is... Four billion people? Literally, like, it, it's, it goes up to, like, four billion. It, it can't get that high. But basically, if the idea is that, like, one becomes two, two becomes four, four becomes 16, 16... Like, it, it's Oh, you're squares. talking about exponential yeah, growth. Yeah, so the exponential oh, growth okay. is so huge that it literally, within, like, five people... That's how far the infection can kill. Wow. Bro, that's some. That's a lot of math. Yeah, but I mean, give I'm it. call us dropout. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's it, it is exponential. Back. Yeah, and then you can nah. be an intern and then nah, be like nah. me. <laughs> so imagine, imagine the wave of death coming. I that's mean, insane. You have a lot of other factors in it's there. Like super fast. Yes, it's super fast. Mm. That's the. You get factors of how easily they can reach someone. Is you know, yeah, that, yeah, That's yeah. where it decreases the infection rate. Right, but. Uh, but yeah, so 99.7% of the U.S. population gone. Dude, that's insane. 99.7%. Within hours. You'll find out more about the story, and we can talk about the where what areas got hit later on. But uh, okay. but you, you have the right idea. Okay. Yeah. Because there, there are other places in the world that do get covered in the story later on. All right, let's kick it. Yeah, it's going. Them from the blood? I don't know. Not everyone did, I don't think. Only a few. It was hard to tell who was attacking who. They all looked the same. Within a few minutes, though, it was clear who was who. And there weren't any of us anymore. Until you showed up, I figured it wouldn't be much longer before they found us and we'd end up joining them. So they probably would have made it up somehow. Right now, but the details after a while. important. How long did it take for the people to turn into them? A few minutes, I guess. It depended yeah. on how this they were. Is there were some that tried to run away, bro. but they were chased down. They're so fast. No, I had to defend right Michael this that. time. <laughs> Neither did I. I'm Who's excited there? though. Look, <laughs> we get inside and we make it safe. I need you to tell me every detail. <laughs> Seems obvious. I need every detail. Okay? Yeah. Tactical okay. information. I don't need to know where you're from. Know about what we're dealing with. The better chance yeah, kind of surviving and not becoming one he of those doesn't know, He doesn't Pull need right. to know what small town Pull Riley the side, came down from down in France. Ramp. Oh, Maybe sure from the ground floor. I thought she was South African. Garage. Going in. She's got like a South African she accent. She is. She's 
her background is actually we just took uh, Claire's exact background, and she's French, but she has spent time in England, so it's a little bit of like. What's funny is people people were giving her crap like that's a fake French accent. Yeah, and it's like it's like no, no it's their voice. We just we just basically adapted the, yeah. the exact background of ethnicity to match the character. Kill the engine. What yeah. you do. Because we're all about authenticity. So now we're in the tower. Yeah, now we're in the, the parking garage. Should I shut the this echo? Gate? I love this one. What do you think, Michael? Yeah, do it. The Hummer can get through it if we needed to. Angel defers Wait. to Michael. So, Does. by the way, that's I want actually a plant there. I want the to Hummer can get through it if we needed to. I just want to note that Angel now has completely accepted that Michael is the leader Check of the group and has and asked him for what to do now. Yeah, I think, I think he's seen enough action at this it point to defer that he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. He's especially after the flower shop thing. It's like, don't see how he can. Michael wants to take charge? God. Okay. Does that redeem him a little bit? You know what to do. Yeah. God. Does it redeem Angel? No, Angel just, still didn't redeem Michael just saved two people. Pegs, Riley, come over here I by just, me. Michael's all... I'm not saying he's not a bad person. I'm just saying he doesn't like women. That's well, all. Unless we have to, we don't want to shoot anything down here. The sound could echo out of the building and bring more of them here. So he's going so to make sure he thing. doesn't get back up. In an audio drama, sound is a big sure. threat. That's a real big like element of the <laughs> story of why we're telling it in an audio sure drama. You don't get any blood on you. It's like yeah. sound is a is a the component of the story. Right, right, right. So it's like when you come up with these stories, it's like well, why do you want this to be an audio drama? Well, exactly this is the reason why it's sound oriented. Yeah. Let's head up towards the lobby. The lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. I was worried that the new additions might complicate the plan, but they followed my lead and stuck close by, never getting in the way. The lobby wasn't as secure as I would have hoped. I feel like that knife that Sunlight used, by the way, is going to come back to play later. I was pretty sure anything could get in here if it really wanted to. Clear. Saul, I need you to find something to lock or barricade the main entrance door. I saw some chains in the Hummer, and I think there's a spare lock in the toolbox. Yeah, do it. Riley, you go with him? We'll do. Man, it's all right. We were just down there. Why doesn't Saul trust Riley? No one is to be alone. Because he's too much of a man. He doesn't need backup yeah. is what he's saying right there. Oh, okay. So it's not necessarily yeah, her specifically. Yeah, no, it's yeah, a machismo. Okay. Like, I don't need anybody. I was just there. Check the yellow. Like, stay, keep keep the civilians Why don't together. I, I don't need a civilian. You check them. I just need There's a lot of distrust working. also from military civilians. Yeah. Fine. And Angel just pussied out there for the... Uh, yeah. Uh, excuse me. He just uh, wimped out. Whoa, dude. Now we see where Michael gets it from. Wow. Wow, Casey. I'm sorry. Keeping it in. <laughs> Saul, give me a knife. I'm going to pry open the doors. Okay, this is another thing I wanted to talk about. We don't have to stop it, but like, there's a lot of trust issues in, in this whole group. Because Saul doesn't trust anyone to leave the knife behind, right? Like he's told to do. Michael doesn't trust Saul to not have the knife. But yet he only calls him out on it when he needs the knife. He doesn't go, Saul, why do you have that knife still? I'll open it. When he told him to put it like back behind because you know we didn't want to bring it because of the blood issue, he has it. So that's, that's there's a they don't. The no, they don't trust each other. These these are. Uh, go ahead and pause for a second. These these three soldiers. Actually, that's the ending, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so they open the elevator and. Who knows? No, they they do have a lot of trust issues. They don't trust each other. And even Michael, even I think when we talk to him later on, he'll have some different things to say about the soldiers. But yeah, I mean. Uh, that to me though is understandable. I mean, there's so much that has just transpired. Like yeah. literally, the entire world is different. And if so, you have Angel on your team, would you? I mean, hell no, well, dude! Yeah. You don't even know how to change, fix the lock in his, the jam in his gun. Yeah, yeah. Come on, bro. But that, the thing that's interesting to me about that is the fact that Michael doesn't trust Saul. We, but Saul, I feel like Saul is completely in lockstep with Michael the whole I think, way. I don't. I don't think Michael distrusts Saul. 
I really don't think he does. So so then why doesn't he say, hey, can you leave that knife that I told you to leave behind behind? Why does he wait to the moment where it's like really poignant to say, hey, by the way, I know you have that knife. Everyone, look, you have that knife. Put the knife down or use that knife now. Why does he have to call him out in front of a crew? That would just... be me using exposition to tell the knife in audio. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. That's, that, so that this right is not there, a storyline thing. That's, this is a... that's a device to okay. illustrate the knife. Also to give him a weapon that he can use later on. I have to establish that he has a knife so that if he want to use it later on, you know he has it. Because so the thing about sound is like you have to establish the rules uh, before you introduce something again. And if it's used in a high-impact situation, establish it in a slower one so that you don't right. have to, you have less time in a, in a yeah. fast situation. That's so, a good behind-the-scenes. Yeah, it's Chekhov's knife. If you know the Chekhov's gun theory, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like if you introduce in the first <laughs> act a gun, <laughs> in the last act you better use that gun, otherwise it's pointless. Yeah, and in audio you have to establish it, otherwise you don't even know it's there. So yeah. it's it's very much like part of the the format of, of knowing what's going on in the scene. That's a cool little bit of info. Like yeah, that. well there's a lot of those that'll come up and so we'll, we'll probably bump into them a lot where it's not so much this is a character choice, this is a, hey, you need to know what the hell's going on thing. Mm-hmm. It also, Brian, Brian's got something. It also tells you you're not going to pull a fast one over on Michael. I mean, it gives you a sense that he's competent as to what everyone's doing. Yeah, it's true. Smart, dude. Your voice sounds so much better than ours on that microphone. Well, dude, look at, th- look at that mic and look at <laughs> Orm. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I should we do the handheld thing? The handheld thing actually might be more fun. We might. Yeah, maybe. We should, I might because as, as long as people use them right. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> well, I mean, that's well, true. Well, you know, we would get a lot of handholding too. So and, maybe. And then it would be like two seconds before someone's like, "Yeah," and that's all I have to say. Boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good point. So <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 think about it because the quality might might improve. And if we're, I don't know. We also have like mic stands so they can actually go sit there and sit there. So patrons, uh, please let us know what you yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Do do you want us to all sound like Michael? Or I'm sorry, not Brian. But Brian <laughs> now Michael. We <laughs> <laughs> talking too much here. Um, if do we all should we all sound like uh, Brian back there? Should we all get those little? <laughs> anyway, so uh, so that was a good episode. It ended yeah. on a little bit of a elevator cliffhanger. So we're gonna answer some fan questions now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Joshua Kaiser has a few smaller questions. What was Michael's major in college? Good question. Ooh, not good women's studies. Question. That's for sure. Yeah, this one was like we glazed <laughs> over. Not women's studies. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. That's so good. Dude. I'm never gonna get with this one. Um, you never know what. Maybe you found what's, it. Uh, every yeah. every every review we do of these, the many that we do, apparently. <laughs> far from two C to this that has never come up, but now I'm it's guessing kinesiology. Now it's now it's forever ingrained. Um, <laughs> and I believe actually Michael's major in college was some sort of political science major. Yeah, I that think, makes sense. I think it wasn't really all that defined. I don't think he actually even had too much decla- Like he was okay, but he didn't. He wasn't a really big college guy. His second smaller question was, "What did Saul do when he wasn't serving in the reserves?" Uh, he actually came from active duty, so he hasn't really had a lot of time out of reserves. He actually tra- transferred recently to California. He's he was hanging out with his lady. I'm guessing he's a DJ, yeah. wedding DJ. A wedding DJ? Yeah. A wedding DJ? No. Yeah, drop notes. <laughs> no. Saul, Saul came from Mountain Division very recently. Um, I doubt he has, he doesn't have really a lot of hobbies. He's just kind of like a hangout, play video games kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Very. He's, he's a very big game oriented, so... Um, maybe games would be a thing because he does play games and programmer. Uh, yeah, games. I don't think he's a programmer. Sure. But he games. He has Definitely one more question, him. but I don't know how spoilery it may or may not be. Uh, uh, I got it right here. Uh, Can we leave the room? 
Save that one for another Save episode. For yeah, because right. that's Joshua Kaiser that would definitely that be a gram later. Yeah. Okay. All right. The next question is uh, Scott Boska. Bo- Boska. Bacula. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just simply, what's the deal with the vagueness of Michael's past? We know barely anything, but yet so much about everyone else. Mm. Unless you're unveiling that in Gold Rush. We, there's not really t- We much... might, so be sure to tune ah, in. Uh, a couple right. people have... Act- actually, <laughs> uh, Scott Boska asked, Donna Davenport Fletcher asked a similar question, and Hamburger M. Silas. Silas. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. All they, Everyone wants to know what Michael's backstory is. And I do, too. I'm in I well. didn't know he was this. This wanted to be know his He's backstory. He's the lead so of the show. But... And he's very okay, good elusive. point. Um, <laughs> Michael doesn't really, like, uh, aside from his parent thing, which I won't say because of Graham being in here at the moment, but aside from that, he doesn't have a very, very past. It's kind of boring. I mean, he did two, three tours, and there's not really much life you can lead as a 20-something-year-old guy, and that's part of his fragmented character. He doesn't have a lot of friends at home, and that's why he doesn't maybe know how to deal with women and even handle real people very well is because he has been on too many tours. And so this is sort of like his fractured character. So when people complain about his character on this side, it may be more or less just because of the way that he's sort of had to deal with it till now. Got it. Mm. And the thing about his parents is definitely a play into it. And we, when maybe that comes up in an episode, we could talk about it further. Mm. Cool. Brady Lovin asks, or says... I know you've mentioned before that characters took on the personalities of the actors, but when we are first introduced to our core characters, did any of them become someone or something different than originally planned? Like Datu. He was originally well, Datu. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Riley. Datu, yeah. Okay, so, um, yes. Became something different than originally. Bert, who's coming up, was originally going to be Native American. That was cut. Let's see. Datu was going to be Jesus, the uh, Mexican guy. Sandy was going to be Bill's wife, who was cut entirely. And Tommy had a sister, Courtney, that was cut entirely. Let's see here. For the characters, actually, not too many of them changed because they actually have a very distinct purpose, or at least they did in the beginning. It's a good question. I can't think of any at the moment, though. Maybe. We'll think about it. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to the We're Alive Archive episode 2. And uh, we'll be back soon uh, next week with uh, We're Alive episode three, where we will talk about chapter one, part three of We're Alive and Graham. The finale. I, I can't wait to hear. The, yeah, I'm kind of curious. The barn uh, burner that you have on Michael. Yes, and I'm really curious to see what sort of questions we get on season or episode three. Thank you guys so much for watching, and again, thank you so much to all of our patrons. That means so much to have you guys supporting us. That's awesome. Thank you so thank much. You. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Michael needs some consoling, so, um... I'll do it Job style. <laughs> <laughs>